everybody, this is Presto. And this is a Corporal Nossage. And you are listening to episode 20 of the Nintendads podcast. Corporal has a mustache. Mm-hmm. Because there's all character. sorts of new things. On today's episode, we're talking about all the new games and some old games that are old to the world but new to the Nintendo Switch. But all the new games that are coming to the Switch either this week or that have been announced for the near future. There's a lot of exciting things on this list. My wallet is in the corner trembling in fear for all these purchases that I will make (laughs) in the near future. Uh, But first, as always, we're going to just talk about what we're playing for a few minutes. Corporal, what what are you... Shaving simulator? (laughs) What are you What are you playing on the Switch these days? <laughs> starting with what do you have open on your Switch? Currently, this beautiful device has Plague Inc. running on it. So not <laughs> sanitary. Know, the virus all over the world just gonna destroy. I mean, try to protect humans and society. Well, that's how you lose that game. <laughs> um, my my primarily primary list has just been minecraft dungeons obviously the new update came out so yeah we'll talk we'll talk a little bit about that i'm not the biggest fan of the really of the update mm. okay mm. all right we'll, we'll have to talk some um did you get what have you been playing i've been playing uh, well, first, i know what you've been first, playing first i want to ask you you didn't get did you get 3d all-stars or no no you did not get I, 3D all-stars I have I have reasons behind them and they're salty reasons. Okay, we can get we can get into that a little later too. Um, but yeah, I've pretty much been playing Spellbreak. You're you're like addicted. I am addicted. Spellbreak. It's I'm really I'm actually enjoying it more on the Switch. So I play it on Switch and PC. On PC you just get housed by everybody because this game has been in uh, alpha and then beta on PC. So the PC community is good and it's mouse and keyboard. So they're like extra good. Yep. Switch is a way more forgiving experience. Um, I heard they were adding gyro controls to it, um, which will make a big difference. But right now I'm playing on switch. I'm enjoying it. It has some it has some things that definitely need to be ironed out. It's definitely not perfectly balanced, but it's getting there. It's getting there. I've well, also been playing just announced what in this past month. So I assume that there's a lot of things that need to get oh, worked yeah. It, out. It, like yeah, it just came out. There's also another game that I've been playing that I don't want to <clears throat> mention yet, but it's a game that's on PC now that's releasing for the Switch in two days from this recording uh so probably by the time this episode comes out it will have entered the world in switch um okay okay well that's the end of the intro so now we're gonna actually get into the real segment of games and potatoes the ham and cheese of this nintendad sandwich ew (laughs) so new games coming to the Switch that are actually not new at all. Go figure. That seems to be (laughs) Nintendo's MO. I think the the theme for Nintendo's release in 2020 is games you love coming to the Switch. I think in 2021, they're going to have some bigger releases because, in fact, one of the games on our list that you're going to talk about is going to be a new game. But mm-hmm. this year, I think we're mostly going to be stuck to remakes and ports, which I'm so, kind of okay with. Something that Xbox was doing with their Xbox Game Pass, where like they would bring back all... <laughs> I see you. Oh, I forgot this was video. I'm sorry. <laughs> they, would be, they would bring back all the older games that were classics to the past, and they'd be like, oh... They are, you know, beloved games. We're filling up our, our game library with all these great games. But, like, nothing was really new. They are all either Xbox Originals or Xbox 360s that are being ported forward. But I feel like now, Nintendo is doing the same thing. A little, bit of, a little bit of Xbox news that we have to mention because it's the oh, craziest gosh. thing that's happened in a long time. Xbox, Xbox bought Bethesda today. 
Yeah, today is the day that Xbox bought or announced yes. that they bought. When, when you're listening to this a couple days from now after we edit and release it, if you haven't heard the news yet. You're living under a rock. Mm-hmm. This, out of because I have watched a lot of other major gaming networks like IGN and what their cake is on these types of things. And this is like the literally biggest gaming news to release in a long time. It's a big deal, especially because it's really gonna like hamstring Sony's release because now all the games you thought you were gonna be able to eventually play on PlayStation Five, yoink. There's there's a lot of talk about whether or not they're gonna be Xbox exclusive, but if from a business standpoint, Xbox could still release them to PlayStation, and they're still gonna make money. Yeah, that's true. That's so, but so back on topic. Back, Switch. back on topic. So, first game, first game that I'm super excited that was supposed to come out summer of uh, of 2020, which it's still technically summer. It's <laughs> it's not summer to me. Summer is not going to end until this game comes out, and that is Rivals of Aether. Oh, I know absolutely nothing about this game. So Nothing this at all. game, this game is a 2D platform fighter, kind of has a retro uh, pixel art aesthetic, and it is the closest game to Super Smash Brothers Melee that we will ever play on the Switch. It's got wave dashing, it's got all these mechanics that were inspired by this whole game is very much like a love letter to the super smash Bros. melee community without melee there would be no rivals of ether and it is so it's so fun to play it's crisp there's got a lot of mechanics that are really interesting it's got a bunch of cool characters it's got a lot of interesting third-party characters shovel knights in it uh ori from ori and the uh the Will of the Wisps, the new game, and the um, the Blind Forest is in there. There's a bunch of third-party characters, but... I feel like we we must have talked about this before, and I must have looked it up because of that conversation, because this looks familiar to me. Now we have, yeah. We've talked about it on the show before, but it's finally coming out for Switch. I'm very excited. Uh, I've had it on PC for a while. My one, my one complaint about this game which will hopefully fix, get fixed on the Switch or be a little less of a problem on the Switch, is if you are a new player coming to this game, you get to lose. That's it. If you play this game online and you're a new player, you are going to get your teeth kicked in. Like, So I- in other words, it's just like if you are a Super Smash player and you try and you decide to pull up the emulator of Super Smash yes. Melee. Yes, yes, yes. This is very much this very much suffers from the same and and this is probably a going to be more forgiving when it comes out on the Switch because it's going to be lots of new players playing on the Switch and it's not cross-play. So PC players will be playing PC players, Switch players will be playing Switch players. Um, which is why okay. I'm probably going to buy it again just to be able to play on the Switch with a different player pool. Um, there is ranked mode. I haven't messed around too much because then it just keeps track of how much I'm losing, and that's depressing to see. Um, but from a game standpoint, it's so fun. It's so great. That is coming out uh, September 23rd, and it's the definitive edition, so it's going to have all the character DLC all the cool skins and levels and stuff. And yeah, if you like 2D platform fighting games like Smash, Brawlhalla, anything like that, definitely check it out. So good. Um, the second game that's coming out the very next day this week, September 24th, well, technically not coming out for Switch because you can already play it on the Switch, but Rocket League... It's yeah. coming out free to play on it's the Switch. Going, so it's going free to play on the Switch. It's going free to play everywhere. That's the first thing. It's going free to play. So if you ever wanted to try Rocket League, but didn't want to spend twenty dollars on Rocket Car Soccer because you didn't know if you were going to like it, now <laughs> you can play it for free. It's also cross-platform and cross-progression across everything. So I own it on Switch. So all the things that I will collect on Switch, and if you have, if you've purchased a copy you're going to get all the DLC that they've released so far for free as like a free upgrade for owning it before it releases, uh, before it goes free to play. So I'm going to have all my collectibles that I've done, 
all the new ones, and I'm going to be able to play on PC, on Switch, and all my stuff is going to carry over. And I am going to suck you into this. I, everybody I know has played this game, and I have avoided playing this game up to this point. So I, I guess I might as well just give in. It's like I'm terrible at it. Like I'm really bad. It's 3v3. It requires teamwork. I've I suck. But it's fun because you you have a race car. Even if you only hit the ball one time, that one time that you hit the ball, you're like, oh. and it's like, no, that was that was our goal. The, the the way you did that and the way it came through in my mic, there was a slight pitch difference, and I swear to God, you are about to sing the Numa Numa song. No, we're not gonna do that. We're not gonna do that today. Um, so Rivals of Ether 23rd, Rocket League, free-to-play, cross-everything, the 24th. But now let's talk fresh. The only thing that matters. It's the only news that matters. Is it? It's, it, it, it I, everything else that has been announced this past week is minuscule when it comes compared to Hyrule Warriors. You're going on the record. You just said that Hyrule Warriors is bigger than Xbox for acquiring Bethesda. I'm just, we, we all saw it, right? <laughs> you guys saw it. I saw it. Okay, continue. Go on, I'm an Xbox fan. I might have to call an audible there. But anyway, Hyrule Warriors, um, Calamity Gen, I think is the most beautiful way of playing homage to paying homage to breath of the wild breath of the wild i think there's no argue is probably one of the best zelda games one of the best zelda games that has ever been made and there is so many beautiful lore that has been propped up by breath of the wild and there's a lot of things that people want to know more about and backflash and ancient memory recall is only able to provide so much Hyrule Warriors is going to be a prequel to Breath of the Wild, and you get to play as some of the original characters in the war against Calamity Gen and the champions prior to the events of Breath of the Wild. And I think this is just a phenomenal way of taking a different type of game and providing a main storyline to a AAA title. Okay, so I'm going to be playing the noob for once, and so I've never played... This is a Zelda game without being a Zelda game, so this is technically a Warriors game, meaning Dynasty Warriors, which is like a long franchise, but it's definitely not what people would expect a traditional... It's not a traditional Zelda game, and I've never played it. So you you explain what this game is actually going to play like. So the Hyrule Hyrule Warriors game that came out originally on the Wii U, it's a hack-and-slash game. There's a storyline to it, and in the original one on the Wii U, it takes the traditional, you know, Zelda theme story where link is just some random soldier in the cog of the machine and he's training and he's and he becomes the greatest warrior within the group and zelda the princess is up in the tower you know learning about the death and the impending doom that's coming and once it arrives obviously link rises up and helps to defend the castle and he becomes the the champion and the hero. And as the storyline progresses, you get to play as the different characters in the Zelda franchise. You get to play as Zelda. Um, you get to play as Mifa and like all these other different Falcon. characters. <laughs> and I, well, he that's the unique part about uh, Hyrule Warriors Calamity Gen is that you will Age be able Calamity. to play Age of Calamity, whatever. Calamity again is where I'm going with it. Um, that you will be able to play as Falco. You will be able to play as... Uh, fish fish as Lady. Fish Mifa. Mifa's Rock, great. Rocky Boy. Rock, Rock Man. Rock fish, Boy. fish Girl and Bird Boy <laughs> is the names that we're going to go with. So this is, yeah, this is like very like uh, like you fight mobs and mobs of enemies and it's just like ridiculous over-the-top attacks like definitely very different from the zelda experience 
Oh yeah, there's hundreds of uh, bad guys that come rushing into you at once, and as you destroy some with your sword, your special attack meter will build up, and then you can do different button combinations for different types of attacks, or use your special attack meter, or certain weapons can be equipped, so you'll have like your bow, or you can throw bombs as Link. Um, but in this one, in the new one that's coming out, you get to obviously play as Urbosa, so you can probably use your lightning attack. You get to play as Dark, so you're super strong and call down a rain of rocks to destroy people. Um, Ravali, I, that's what I call him as Ravali. I Ravioli. don't know if that's... <laughs> yeah, Ravioli. I don't know if that's how you're supposed to say his name, but he has obviously his wing attack and everything else. And then there's Mifa, which I'm not quite sure because she's a healer. So maybe her attack will be water-based. I don't know. Um, but I think that it's an extremely cool way of trying to show you the story through the eyes of the champions prior to the events, which is 100 years prior to the events seen in um, Breath of the Wild. Now, I've seen two pieces of critical feedback for this game. A lot of people are excited. But there's two pieces of big critical feedback. A, that they teased Breath of the Wild 2 and then said absolutely nothing about it. And now they're releasing this whole other game to kind of like fill in the gap. So people are like, I wanted this, but you're giving me this. And I'll take this, but I want this. So and there's there's a lot that's coming along with that because I think, and I, I've heard some rumors that Breath of the Wild 2 will be just as immersive and just as massive as original Breath of the Wild. And they're talking about building it within the same Breath of the Wild engine, which means I assume that they'll use the same map design, but they'll do something different. And the rumor that everybody keeps talking about is like uh, Skyward Sword or Wind Waker, where like the entire Breath of the Wild map will be there, but it's underwater. And like maybe there's little islands and mm -mm, stuff. Mm -mm. Like I don't know. You're triggering. You're triggering flashbacks of the Ocarina of Time water temple. Water fight. temple. Anytime. <laughs> Zelda and water don't mix. Like cats and water don't mix. They cause the equal amount of. Pain. Tell that to his love interest of Mifa. That's the exception. <laughs> That's why they make the water dungeons so hard. <laughs> I got a joke for that, but I'll leave that alone. <laughs> um, the other the other piece of feedback is that Zelda fans are very particular when it comes to their game and how their stories are told. And there's a bunch of people that are not super thrilled that don't think the Warriors style game is going to be a good way to tell Zelda lore, which I can so, understand because a lot of the Zelda lore, what makes Zelda games so good is there's little things, there's little characters, there's little like, you know, sound design that plays throughout. There's little things that you experience through the slower pace of a Zelda game that lets you digest the story over time versus Dynasty Warriors, you're probably not going to be experiencing much of the lore in the actual gameplay like you would with Zelda, and people worry it's going to be cutscene <coughs> with all the story and then gameplay, 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 cutscene with all the story, and Zelda fans don't want to experience their lore through just cutscenes because that's not how you experience Zelda lore. You experience it by experiencing it, not watching it so something there's two parts to this uh hyrule warriors and the warriors franchise or dynasty warriors games never really large on lore it's all about action fast-paced battles exactly so i fully understand that fear but, but my my argument against it so there's always a but is in hyrule warriors at, like for example one of the beginning scenes you're playing as Link, and you're fighting, and while you're fighting, a little fairy pops up, and it's like, hey, listen! Not really, hey, listen, but like, it's a little text bubble, and she's like, we should be doing this! Go here to help Zelda! And then, like, you get there, and then you can hear Zelda's voice, and Zelda's like, we need to fight to keep them back! You need to go to this location and stop this these guys over here! So, like, 
it's not all cutscenes. Like there's some interaction in game. Yeah, I agree. It's not the same, but like, I think the fears are a little. Yet again, I'm biased because I enjoyed the game. I went out of my way and I bought it on the Wii U. And when I found out that it came to the Switch, I went out of my way and I bought it on the oh, Switch. Oh, you got you double dipped it. Yes. So I, I'm probably the wrong person to give opinions on on this game, but. I, I think it's I'm so excited. So I think I think people will have their worries, but so this is a hundred years before Breath of the Wild. And we all know if you've played Breath of the Wild, spoilers, but like it's been out forever, so whatever. Um, <laughs> Breath of the Wild happens a hundred years after this game. And those hundred years, Link gets defeated. Zelda gets locked up. Link sleeps for a hundred years. So we already know how the game's going to end. Not exactly, not exactly. But you know, the most the most powerful part of the storytelling is you know at the end of Hyrule Warriors, the new Hyrule Warriors game, the last level is going to be you desperately trying to defend Zelda, and at the start of the level, you're just going to be like, oh, cool. So the the goal of this level is to die. Like, you know, the last level is just going to be an impossible task. And that, I think, will be a powerful enough storytelling device to make up for maybe the shortcomings that the game. But, like, you're going to cry. I'm calling it. So I, I cried when Mifa died. Like, don't don't, don't even. Mifa dies? In Breath of the Wild. I didn't play through. Oh, well, that's your fault. Anyway. <laughs> um, does, Zelda, I, I, does Zelda kill her? Don't no. <laughs> You're taking my man! <laughs> I, if I, I thought you were going to go in a different direction, and I was going to get phil- philosophical on you, but you didn't. I'll, I'll say it anyway, just for the sake yeah, of saying it. Still get philosophical. <laughs> it's never stopped you before. Um, it's not how the story ends, but it's the journey and how you get there. And I think that this is going to show aspects that we've never seen before. And it's going to show how the champions come together and how they form. Because in, in the back and forth through the flash, flashbacks, you can see aspects of them not truly being a team, not truly working together. Yeah. Particularly Ravioli, not not really wanting to be a team player and them being united. It's always, I think... it's always the Falco bird ass looking characters <laughs> that are like, huh, I prefer the air. I don't know yeah. Fox, but yeah. So I think this will allow the give us a visual into how the team gets formed and comes together and becomes one. And I'm excited for that. I, I'm excited for that too. If they can pull the story and the gameplay and strike the right balance. Or I'll just watch you stream yep. it. I'm, yeah, I'll stream it, I'm sure. Because I'll be excited. And I'll be like crying on TV, live stream. <laughs> to the world. Yep. Um, shedding, shedding my tears. So that was revealed. Um, now we're going to talk. I'm still curious. Hold on. I'm still curious about, about Breath of the Wild 2. Like, I assume, like, this is definitely going to come out before Breath of the Wild 2 comes out. But, like, are they going to tease something for Breath of the Wild 2 with the release of this game? Maybe, like, when is this? Like, yeah. that's what I'm excited to find out. Like, what are the implications of where this is going? There has been, I honestly, I don't think this is going to give us any insight into Breath of the Wild 2. I just think maybe there will be things in this game that will appear in Breath of the Wild 2. So when you're playing Breath of the Wild 2, you're like, oh, yeah, I saw that hat. I saw that hat over there, like, it was in the Hyrule Warriors or game. The mask or something? Yeah, some, some like, subtle things, but as far as, like, being, like, updated or, like, giving us any real... I, don't, I think Breath of the Wild 2 is gonna... I think it's gonna come out in 2021, because Blue, I think Bloomberg... There was some... There was some thing that Nintendo, the CEO or the president of Nintendo, talked to with Bloomberg and they're like Nintendo realizes that the Xbox five and the, and the X the Xbox five. Yeah. PlayStation five and the Xbox series <laughs> X and S and Q and Z 
all these new consoles are coming out. Nintendo is on a different development and console launch cycle. Um, yeah. And they need so to like drop, a year behind. Yeah, they need to drop some bombs, especially after this year. I mean, this this year was pretty much like 2020. Animal Crossing, and <laughs> Animal Crossing made more money and did better than like all the games that came out last year. Anyway, so whatever. But 2021, they're gonna need to to really take the gloves off and step up to compete with the next gen consoles and. Breath of the Wild 2. Like, so, that has to be it. The announcement of Bethesda being purchased by Microsoft today brought up a very interesting conversation. And it was about, well, what's Nintendo and PlayStation going to do next? And PlayStation's like, going to cry in the corner. Everybody was like, we're not worried about PlayStation. Or, we're not worried about Nintendo. And there's a reason why they're not worried about Nintendo. Nintendo can just license out their mainline franchise, like Zelda to a third-party developer to create a spin-off game and they'll still make huge bank. Yeah. Like they've got so many original IPs that they can just well, license off. And we've had this conversation before. It's like nobody plays nobody plays Nintendo. Nobody gets a Nintendo console for third-party releases. People get Nintendo Correct. consoles for Nintendo games, for Mario, for Zelda, for Metroid. <laughs> for smash brothers like for splatoon 2 for pokemon like so xbox could have every exclusive in the world except nintendo exclusives and people still wouldn't care playstation yeah. is the one that's going to be in trouble uh, yet again the, the playstation franchise is going in a slightly different direction whereas xbox is going into more games of a service yeah, or this, services like this playstation <laughs> So it's going to be interesting to see how all this shakes out. But I still think Nintendo, they've got a direction, whether or not we, we actually see the direction. But I think they have a direction. Yeah. So some more news of upcoming games. Uh, Nintendo did a partner. I don't even know what these things are called anymore. A partner mini direct, a mini direct partner, a mini I direct that mini they partner. Were just Get their things together. It's a little mini. But yeah, basically, uh, partner developers that are coming out with games in a small little bite-sized package. But normally these, normally we don't go too much into detail of these. And normally we really, like, haven't cared very much because they've been kind of not very interesting. But... Monster Hunter Rise. This is a big deal. This is a big deal. Because for a, a huge beloved franchise like Monster Hunter to announce a new game, two new games technically, but we'll get to the second one in a minute. Um, a brand new game that's being developed. Now, they didn't say it was being developed exclusively for Switch, but we know that it's going to release on Switch. So I predict it will release on Switch. It'll be a timed exclusive. It'll come out on other platforms later on. But Monster Hunter Rise is basically a big open world Monster Hunter game. Um, building upon a lot of what made Monster Hunter Worlds successful. Which did not have a release on Switch. Worlds did not have a release on Switch. It was only Generations. Um... And it looks dope. It looks really good. I'll agree that it looks like it could be fun. Oh, looks like it could be fun. I've never even... So I played the demo for Monster Hunter Generations, and I was kind of lukewarm about it, because it's kind of like more traditional, old-style Monster Hunter. Worlds apparently had a lot of updates, made it a lot more new player-friendly, uh, made it a little bit faster and more interesting. And Rise looks like it's going to be building on that. We have a grappling hook. You're going to have some like pets and stuff to ride on to make traversing the open world easier. It looks very fun. I am most certainly going to get it. I'll see. I, <laughs> truthfully, I like... I There's a lot of other games that are going to be coming out. 
I we already know I'm yeah. an Xbox fanboy, so I'm gonna be getting well, this the is new gonna, Xbox. This one's far out. This one's not coming out till March of 2021. So oh, who knows? Maybe Halo Infinite will be dropping by then. You have time to play all of your <laughs> Bethesda exclusives on Xbox. Um, the other thing that was announced, kind of in tandem to this, uh, was Monster Hunter Stories Two. I didn't know there's there was Monster Hunter Stories One. It looks like a like a cutesy like like Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, like kind of like weird chibi kind of, I don't know, maybe I'm completely off base and people that love Monster Hunter stories are going to flame me on Twitter, but Monster Oh, Hunter I can't story wait one, to watch that happen. It looks, it looks just like, like a more story driven Monster Hunter thing, which I don't mm -hmm. know if anybody plays Monster Hunter for the story. I think you play it for hunting, the monsters for hunting monsters. Could it be? I don't know. I've never owned a Monster Hunter game. So another game that uh, was announced and then like released like an hour after, after the direct yeah. uh, was a game is a game called Hades, which I'm actually mildly interested in. I might pick this one up. So this is an indie game. Well, I guess a partnered game. I don't I still don't fully understand the difference. Between yeah. That. Um, but it is a third person roguelite uh, so basically you, you fight across the levels, you get upgrades, uh, until you dead. And then once you dead, you start at the beginning. So it's a one life kind of deal. Um, mm -hmm. and it looks pretty interesting. The combat looks fun. It's based in like Greek mythology. So yeah. you got all the gods and stuff, which I know is a draw for mm -hmm. you. And the game also has a really high Metascore rating. So, like, I'm kind of interested. Like, it's net 91 right now. Wow. So, like... It's on the front page of Steam, too. Yeah. So, I'm, I'm interested. I don't know if they did, like, a beta for this game, but I know... I know somebody, uh, Mooch. I think his name is Captain Mooch on Twitch. Um, but shout out to Mooch. Um, a college buddy of mine who I've seen stream this game before and I saw it and I was like, Oh, that's the game that Mooch plays. And then it was like releasing and I'm like, well, the game out? is going to have, the game is going to have cross save functionality with oh. the PC version. Oh, that's cool. Okay. So maybe the PC's version version has been out and now yeah. it's releasing. I'm digging this cross progression. Yeah. As somebody who has a PC and a switch, I'm really digging the cross progression stuff now. Yeah. Yeah, it's a narrative driven roguelike rooted in Greek mythology. Like that little snippet by itself is like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um so that's out now. Uh Ori from Orion the Blind Forest. Yep. Has released a new Which game. was originally an Xbox One exclusive, if I'm not or was it I think three sixty. It was an end. It was the end of the 360 era. Yeah. Is that what it was? It's an older so, game. It's a Metroidvania type game. But it's it's beloved. It really is. Have you, have like, you played it or no? On the Xbox, okay. but not not obviously what the Will of the yeah, Wisps. Yeah. So this yeah this is like now. the sequel. Ori and the Will of the Wisps also released like two days after the direct, so it's out now. But these um, these games are beautiful. The art style and then yeah, is fabulous. Ori is known, and fun fact: Ori is a playable character in Rivals of Aether. Bringing it back. Um, Coming together. So, this another one that they announced is Disgia, Disigi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Yeah, neither do it's I. Some kind of RBG. It's the sixth one in the series. Somebody when you're that about it. Yeah, when you you've got six in the series, you're just making money. There's also a fitness boxing rhythm game. I played the beta of this no, game. You did. Yeah, because like we're all into, like getting healthy and losing weight and getting muscular. Punching through your you know. flat screen TV. I mean, I need my dad bod so I can do like half naked shots for our, our Instagram page that you won't let me do. <laughs> <laughs> So, you but yeah, people, if you want half naked shots of Corporal Lostage on Instagram, <laughs> you I guess should let us know. Get in touch. 
<laughs> Yay! <laughs> Fitness boxing. It was, it was fun. It was okay. All right. It was definitely felt like it was in a beta. So like, I wanted to see what more they could do to it. It had very we fit vibes. Um, Which is a good thing, I, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I feel like they could do better, but it is definitely in no way, shape, or form on the same level as Ring Fit. Like, yeah. it's not that quality. I would, I would try this game if it was free. Yeah. Or I might, I don't you know. said there's a demo, so I might try the demo. I, there was a demo. I don't know if it still is a demo, but it, there was a demo. But, there's a demo. Yeah. I'll try the demo. Maybe we'll, maybe I'll stream the demo. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> yes. Um, Empire of Sin, some kind of mob game. <laughs> Mob. Yeah, and then Sniper Elite Four. Uh, which, to if, Switch. if you know anything about the Sniper Elite games, like they are just stupid fun. the The mechanics and the physics in these games are they hilarious are in itself. So, I, I'm, if you don't have it on a regular base console like xbox then you should pick it up for the switch because it's fun just to have is to sit back from an old late night working grab a beer and just blow somebody's head off now is this i'm guessing because it's a sniper game it's going to involve the motion controls right i would because you could probably get some really cool precision shots doing yeah. the motion controls i want to i want to get like the the like end zap attachment that has the joy cons and be like old school like reload yep. reload like that'd be pretty cool. yes i would be interested that, in that would be, was a feature i would totally do that like that I, would I, they should release they should i think we were talking about this the other day they should release uh like all the old school arcade shooters like time crisis and area 51 and the old terminator game duck hunt duck hunt yeah like why can't yes like with the joy cons and like some kind of like i'm all about it i want to get some i want to get some home shooters so i can literally be like jumping behind my couch i'll take that thing i'll take my old nes shooter and just duct tape my joy con right to it so those are the games there was a couple more in the partner direct but not worth mentioning you can go watch that if you really want to if you really want to get into that but before we close this one out, we're going to loop back to what we were talking about. We were playing because we're not finished with no. new Minecraft Dungeons and Spellbreak. Um, <laughs> so Minecraft Dungeons, right? I, we got sucked into Minecraft Dungeons hard. Like we all yeah. got into it. We've put a lot of hours into this game. Nick Yeti threw that suggestion out there and, and we then, just like. And then played with us like one and a half times. <laughs> calling you out, Yeti. If you're watching this text me and we'll play anytime let's go um, but so i'm a little i'm a little disappointed with this because and i understand this is like the first big quality of life update there was the jungle update but this is the first one where they upgraded the town they gave you new merchants mm -hmm. they gave you options for upgrading your gear not a town it's your camp, camp come on whatever. now um and the merchants are okay. The merchants are interesting. Um, the thing that excites me most about this, or did excite me most about this, are the daily quests, which are supposed to be like daily challenges. Yeah, a so a reason to jump in and to grind. Yes. And some of them are very, very fun. They're challenging. They give you new twists. They make you think about different strategies you have to take. But some of uh, them suck. Some okay. of them are bad. So basically what it is, is they'll give like four different conditions that okay. will affect your mission. And like 50% of them are you have one life. Which is not a particularly like fun and creative condition. It's just like, okay, we're just going to make it harder by only giving you one life to do this you game. should just be able to turn on insanity mode or something to do that so yeah so automatically a lot of these is you have one life um so most recently i played a level where it was like uh the player does 50 percent less damage uh enemies have thorns you have one life 
and you have like ricochet or something like that and and then like half the mobs are creepers or something so all that just sounds like okay it's gonna be crazy but then when you actually play how it looks like is you run in you try to fight enemies and then you have to run away to heal because every time you hurt an enemy it hurts you back and you can't kill it because you're doing less damage so it just a lot of these quests just the conditions create time sucks where instead of making it fun and interesting it just becomes like oh i can beat this level but it's gonna take me 45 minutes because i hit something and then i have to run away and then i have to hit something and i have to run away and it just becomes more tedious than challenging if you know what so I mean. you need to have um totems that are focused on healing or defense yeah but even then it's like you can't you can't circumvent the damage and it's a lot of them are creepers and if the creepers get you at that at the higher levels of play you're insta dead there's nothing you can do you're instantly dead and because you have reduced damage you can't kill the creepers before they get to you so you have to pew 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 them run away pew pew pew, 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 pew and it's just they've been the daily challenges have been disappointing because they're more frustrating and just take large sums of time and patience to do you um, need a chicken a chicken pew 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 pew, pew. um <laughs> can you summon chickens yeah jacob does it all the time oh I guess. it's little red's little red's favorite thing is the summon chickens summon wolves and summon um llamas the bees the bees I heard are the pretty bees. cool. Yeah. The bees the bees actually got me killed in a daily challenge because <laughs> if all the enemies have thorns, so the bees swarm and attack the enemies, and all the damage that they're doing to the enemies, they're also doing to you. Oh. So it's like... <laughs> so that's fun. The the snow levels are kind of kind of interesting. They have some different enemies and stuff but i have the same problem with the snow levels that i do with the jungle levels in that you have to block out like a part of your day to do them because they're just absurdly long yeah like i understand drawing they're like free dlc or not free but you know new big dlc we put so much time into it there's this huge chunk that we just gave you that you can now play thanks i feel like my money was worth it i would but you should have given me like two, not one large one. I w I'd rather have five short missions than three really long missions. Yeah. Especially because now the daily challenges, there's always two challenges on the mainland and one challenge in the DLC. So one of those daily challenges is one of those super long levels. And guess uh. what? You only get one life most of the time. So if you're 45 minutes in and you die. No, thanks. Yeah. So, um, I, that's why I haven't played the, the played any of the daily challenges. <laughs> yeah, I mean it'd be good because you can team up, so the one life thing becomes a little a little tougher or a little easier pill to swallow. Because if you die, you can get revived, um, and then you don't lose a life technically. So, we'll have to try it. We'll have to stream it maybe. Um, but Spellbreak? Thoughts on Spellbreak? Spellbreak, Since like I said, it's super fun this. on Switch. I've played a lot. I've won some rounds, believe it or not. Um, they, they've got to fix the end circle. So it's a, it's a battle royale where the circle gets smaller and smaller and smaller, and then everybody's fighting in like a Pringles can. Um, <laughs> but... There's a bunch of very specific items in these in this game that there's a flight item that lets you just fly and there's an item called featherfall that lets you shoot up in the air and then you slowly go back to the ground and every single game the end part of the game is people who have the flight items flying all the way up as high as they can and raining down shots to people below them. And then you hover, 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 use your item again, and basically it becomes like the floor is lava. And if you're playing with a fire player, it's like, yeah, it kind of becomes lava. But it's basically who can touch the ground last. And all the interesting mm -hmm. movement and elemental interactions and like outplays 
No, it's just like becomes like leapfrog and it's just not even when you win it's like like every time i win in that situation i'm like i didn't earn that i happen to fly higher than you and then just hit all the buttons at once so <laughs> and the devs the devs have acknowledged this and mentioned that they're gonna rework it and they're not really sure how because they don't want to tune the whole game's balance around such a small section that only a few people ever get to um, yeah but they do acknowledge that it like needs to be changed Checked. all they do is make it instead of a thing that you can go as high as you want is a dome yeah that's it or just lock it into a set thing so that there's still room to do horizontal and vertical movement but other than that the game's been really fun um the aim assist is a little much at times it gives you a little too much ease of use for too sure. much assist yeah a little too much assist there needs to be more aim and less assist on the switch <laughs> and consoles. so that's that's what's new that's what's coming and that's like what's what's up that's what's up that's what's up that's what's up Oh, hello, Sir Sir Corporal Nosage NPC. Can you please give me that side quest, John? Question of the day. If you could wake up inside of a video game just for one day, which video game would you want to wake up into? Maybe give you that college try and give an ad and why. Hmm. hmm. I'm going to have to think about this. You go first. Really? <clears throat> so I really want to wake up just knowing that it's just for one day in a Fallout game. I love what? apocalyptic <laughs> I love Why? apocalyptic worlds and I want to experience that. That's a horrible like just for one day. Can you die in this one day? My question doesn't specify, but we're going to go with no for my benefit. Okay. <laughs> like, wouldn't you want to wake up in, like, Mario Kart and just race around all day and have fun? Yeah, I mean, sure, that could be fun. Need for but speed, like, you get to speed around, run away from the cops. I want to experience the horror and the drama and the shelters and the weird people and the ghouls and, like, the shooting. Like, I want to, like, really go out. Grand like, Theft Auto. Yes. Um, <laughs> hmm. I would want to do. I think I would want to do some game that's either amazing, like extremely relaxing, like Animal Crossing, where it's just like, oh yeah, vacation, like vacation. Tom Nook, <laughs> Tom Nook, you ain't getting paid today. I'm just, <laughs> I'm relaxing. Um, or something that has like really fun, like like flight. Not Flight Simulator, because I can just go to the airport. Like, that's not... That's, like, a game you can actually visit for a day, and it's terrible. Um, I don't know. Maybe, like, Pilot Wings or, like, Wave Race. Oh, Wave Race 64. Just crazy. Oh, yeah. Mario Kart might be fun. That's that's almost going to happen with the Mario Kart Live thing. Um, True. It'd be cool to, like, also, like, be in, like, a Zelda game, provided you're not just, like, a random, like, person trying not to get your village burned down by Ganon, and, like, you're an actual Zelda character that had, like, Zelda things. So, sitting here thinking about it and listening to you, I think it'd be kind of fun if... You're able to play Splatoon. Wake up in a Splatoon. Okay. Now. Yeah. No. Actually, yeah. Splatoon would be yeah. Splatoon. That would be, would be a lot of fun. You 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 know what? You can get your fix. Borderlands. That's a little less depressing than Fallout. I mean, maybe. A little yeah. Comic relief in there. Actually, yeah. Splatoon. <laughs> Splatoon would be good, provided I was in the game as a squid and not as a human, because all the humans in the Splatoon world are dead <laughs> yeah i would definitely want to be a uh, a squid so i could you know 
And my cat, is he still here? He could no, be, he, he left. could be the judge cat that like <laughs> with the little flags. It's like blue team wins. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm a kid now. I'm a squid now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's our uh, episode. Do you have anything else that you want to say? I on your mind? do have something else that's uh, on my mind. What is it? I, <laughs> you know how back in the old days people would get sick. They'd have like a basic cough, but mm-hmm. then they'd just die. And then people would bury them in the ground, but they really weren't dead. I guess. That was a thing. Like, you get buried alive. Oh, yeah. You know how they figured it out? They listened for their coffin. (coughs) You really would enjoy a Fallout game. You really would, you sick mother. You really would. (laughs) dark sense of humor all right that's our show everybody if you've made it this far good sorry on you friend you're great Yay. we appreciate you um, gonna brand you with the vip stamp yeah oh maybe we will do something maybe, maybe we will. um but we are streaming occasionally if corporal ever gets uh his capture card working it's up and running i just work you know eventually corporal and stream- like uh, for all those who follow us, I'm in the process of like buying a house, so I won't be in this red cube anymore. It's true. and like there's boxes that are over here that you can't see. So like, once I get settled in, we're gonna go ham. Stream moving simulator. Yeah, we'll be we'll be streaming <laughs> a lot more. We're streaming more and more a little bit. That's a game. I think it's on the Switch. You get to oh, yeah, play as movers. Out. Moving out. Yes. yes. Moving out. Don't hire yes. those guys. I've seen the gameplay. Don't. Yeah. I'm gonna download it now. But yeah, we we're we're streaming a little bit here and there on Facebook. So if you're watching this on Facebook, check it out. You'll see the replays of me failing at many games in our <laughs> in our videos. And if you're listening to this, head over to Facebook.com/slash the Nintendo Ads or look up the Nintendo Ads on the Facebook gaming app or instagram or well yeah follow us on all the social twitter media. but if you want to see us streaming like, facebook is where we go yeah. do that streaming and yet again muscular nosage you know if just, you if you made it this far in the episode let us know if you want us to stream the boxing rhythm game because i'm serious yes. about that that sounds the fun. boxing game just boom 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 I will break something. Like, <laughs> I'm all about it. I was it. the person that they put the warning on the Wiimote straps for. <laughs> like, that's me. Like, I will You're, let shit fly. You are the safety warning reason. Yes, I am the reason they have to put those warnings. Clear your space. Make sure there's nothing you're going to hit. My cat. <laughs> uh, all right, everybody. Have a lovely day. We'll see you on the next one. Peace.